Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 49. I wish it it had been 50 today. uh, Because today is International Podcast Day. Is it really? Yeah, it is. And it's the last day of September. It's also Expo 2020 opening. Yeah, kicking off. So that's going into overdrive today. We have been back in Dubai for... About 36 hours. Yep. And we're sat in the garden. It's 40 degrees. No joke. 40 degrees. We're sat in the shade. I <laughs> uh, wanted to record outside so you could hear the birds and stuff. And somebody playing a kazoo down the road. But <laughs> sounds right. Um, and just do a little catch up. Because we were doing these daily. And then obviously travel and things got in the way. Some people, believe it or not, have missed them. Missed the podcast. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> well, we've got to get back into doing them regularly. We might not do it. I don't know if life's going to be interesting enough to do them daily. Um, yeah. So, yeah, here we are. We've got Charlie, the Frenchie, sat with us. Now, you're getting him excited just mentioning his oh, name. Yeah. I've just, He's so stupid. I've just kind of side-footed him over to that Go other on. sofa. Now you brought him across. So, let's rewind. The last time we recorded was the evening before we were leaving the cottage. Yeah. Which now feels like 
a million years and a million miles away. Uh, so we got up that morning. I didn't sleep too well at all the night before. No. I think when you know you've got to do something, you never sleep right, do you? Yeah. And I, I think I want to talk about things mentally, my mental state of mind. I always get really depressed when we come back from a trip because I enjoy... You love the, I think, the, the temperature, for one, in England. Yeah. You... I, and you know what I like? And people who know us, know this about us already, we're quite isolated as a family. Which is why we didn't struggle, apart from when we got ill, we didn't struggle a hell of a lot during COVID, during the lockdowns, because it's kind of sometimes how we like to be. Yeah. But I love spending time with you, even after all these years. <laughs> I Good do. job. And with reality, with real life, comes a separation from you, comes a separation from the kids. And... I know that I'm getting depressed because I, I don't sleep a lot anyway, but I start sleeping a lot less. And I also have to constantly be listening to audio. And I don't know if you've noticed that over the last... It started with Bob Mortimer's book while we were back in uh, the countryside. And it, I, got, I started listening to that book just after we dropped Leo at uni because I was finding it hard to sleep and yeah you know well, knowing the trip was ending knowing things were going to get back to reality knowing we were leaving him behind I started to really struggle we're, we're both quite bad with sleeping and I yeah. think yeah you you listen to podcasts to try and take your mind somewhere else yeah I try and read fictional murder rubbish murder husband books no they're not actually <laughs> a lot of murder not, husband they're not, books they're not but um, yeah, I just, I think we both like to be trying to not have to think. And I'm, and I'm like that in the daytime where I'll start tidying up or I'll find things to do. Yeah. Because I can't, if I think. Yeah, thinking's I, the issue. Yeah, if I think I get upset, like now, now I'm thinking about it. But you know, yep. if, I, if I think, then I get upset. So I have to keep myself busy. And I think that's what you're saying with nighttime you have to keep your mind well every i mean all the time since we've been back but also you know as i said that last week i think when it started becoming reality and time started running out so yeah it was a rough night that last night in the cottage and we needed to be up early to get away little did i know <laughs> um we gave the place a good going over, a good tidy. We did the million different bins. I think I finally got the hang of them. Yeah. I messaged the owners. They'd left an emergency number. Yeah. And I just sent a message saying, look, we've loved it. It's been a difficult time because of what we've done. It's just a courtesy message. And uh, they did eventually message back. And they, they were thankful for how we'd left the cottage, which is nice. Because I imagine... Some people don't leave stuff like that. Yeah. 
literally there was nothing we could fault about that cottage. My only thing was there was no hairdryer to do my fringe. But other than that, it was... Yeah, for me it was just the... There was one shower's worth of hot water. Yes. So if you got that shower, tremendous. Yeah. But if you didn't, you were waiting a while. But on the whole, I would give it, I'd still give it a 10 out of 10. And I would stay back there in a second. It's one of the best places we've ever stayed. And she sent you a, a nice message because you explained why we'd yeah. been, been there, you know. Yeah. Taking us on to uni. And then she replied and said, that's lovely to hear. We took our babies back to that cottage. Yeah, the girls had been born. And my first thought was, oh my gosh, if they took their babies back there, what house are they living in now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who if knows? Their, if that's their second house. Yeah. So, didn't have a lot of time in the morning. Obviously, we'd recorded the podcast the night before for that morning. It was raining and it was the first time, I know we've had a little bit of rain through this holiday, but not a lot. And it was the first time we woke up to a proper chucking it down, yeah. grey, you know, probably stereotypical England September. Was crying that we were leaving. Felt like that. It felt like it was. We had to do the stop off quickly so I could get honeys. Yeah, we got in the car. And I find that so odd. I don't think you get the emotional attachment I get to. I remember stupid things about places, you know? And leaving that cottage and driving down the road and passing the bookshop phone box. Yeah. And passing the little old lady with the bent back who put a table outside a cottage every day with little flowers and eggs for sale. All these things I found so difficult. And as... We, we passed the tree that looked like a rampant rabbit. <laughs> Which we have if you got know, a photo. You know. Yeah, if you know. Best tree in Britain. And then as soon as we got to the motorway, it's the M5, I think, is the first one you get on. I just felt that's that. Bye. Bye to that little. We didn't talk, did we? Like, no. sort of kept sort of saying to each other, Are you all right? But the. It's a very quiet drive. You. So we called to Asda to get Honey a bag of goodies. She's been over here. This is our eldest daughter. She's been over here doing her A-level. She's had a bit of a hard time of it. And you wanted to stop and get her some goodies from Asda. Already at Asda, the petrol station queues were building. And uh, we'd got a full tank already for the drive. The sat-nav on the Skoda Octavia, which has been a great car, but the sat-nav's not been great. Yeah, it's And not. the sat-nav, as we started driving east yeah. towards Heathrow, the sat-nav thought we were driving west. So the map on my dashboard was showing me going through Wales. It was way off, wasn't it? Absolutely miles off. I don't understand what's, what was going on with it. So we kind of had to drive with intuition we're just gonna that's Laura's knocking on the window to shut up Betsy she's doing her work inside but she's singing at the top of her voice yeah she sounds sweet but we might get done for copyright infringement from Bruno Mars's management um so it was a pretty straightforward drive back can I just say the shop thing I feel like whenever we've said this before that whenever we go back we feel like strangers and we feel like 
aliens when we go in the shop because we forget that you've you know you've got to have your bags then you've got the carb machine where you can only i think well i still don't know because i thought it was maximum 50 pound right then somewhere else it was no more than 30 pound and then then you've got the the weighing machine when you do your self-checkout yeah now i went in there put my stuff on one side but didn't put my bag to collect it on the other side yeah. and it's all so sensitive yeah and i'm stood there and i'm like trying and then it says please wait for assistance and i'm like oh my gosh and she comes in she goes yeah my love you've got to put your bag there and i'm like oh right okay and you feel so stupid like and i just and then and that was on the last day and i felt like i still hadn't sussed out no. how to use no, 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 uk no. shops yeah i totally understand i got made to feel like an idiot in so many places not <laughs> that it was their fault but because when it comes to how britain works these days i am an idiot so yeah we drove back it was a very quiet drive the rain passed and we got this uh we got these nice clouds this blue sky and the, you know when the sun reflects off the motorway and you can't see you get sun blinded yeah it's like that yeah uh yeah straightforward we hit these what's this new thing they've got now like average speed check where so you can't you can't drive like a lunatic until you see a speed camera then slow down because it does your speed over a number of speed cameras which you learned about on day one from yeah. my dad i think you've also got a, a motorway update from your dad yeah it did well i just heard it on the news on the travel news on radio two that there were protesters blocking the Heathrow turn-off at the M25, which is exactly where we were going. Right. Now, the last thing we needed was to be late for the flight. Yep. Again, little did we know. <laughs> so, by the time we got there, there was no protesters, or we didn't see them. It was all fairly smooth. Fairly smooth. We had to take the car back to Hertz. We'd used about a quarter of a tank of petrol. If that. Getting from Bristol to London. It does well on petrol, this uh, Skoda. Yeah, yeah. We went to the nearest petrol station. There was about 12 cars queuing. And before we'd even moved one car forward, a guy came out in a high-vis jacket and just waved his hands and said, no more petrol. Yeah. So we had no choice. We went to another one, but they had diesel only. It's just, yeah. yeah. So we took it back to Hertz and thinking, well, surely they'll understand. Yeah. Anyway, or, or I thought, max, it's going to be 20 quid you know like charge me 60 quid quarter a tank of petrol unbelievable so we dropped the car off we got his bags we got on the little shuttle bus the man who drove us to the airport was a lovely fella yeah told betsy to wave to him geezer, yeah and we should note at this point that we still not had the fit to fly results from the um pcr test the fit to fly test but we had faith it's all right because it was 11 a.m. and the flight wasn't until 2 p.m. 2 p.m. and all the other ones we've had done came back no within time. eight to ten hours. So I speak to the lady at the Emirates check-in desk. I said, oh, we've checked in online. We've not had it through yet. What do we need to do? And she said, I can't let you through until it comes. I said, fine, we're just going to sit down here. Uh, and there seems to be a lot of people in the same situation, yeah. actually. So we went and sat down and I'd said to her, look, what time do you close the gate? She said, an hour before. 
So I think it was 10 past one was the cutoff. Yeah. And... It's so funny because we were sat there thinking, right, what do we do? And then I watched this couple who, like, must have got the got the text, got the email, and they were, like, ran towards... Yeah, just in time. Yeah. They got on. And I was thinking, right, ours is coming now, ours is coming. Anyway, he didn't come. And I said to the lady on the desk, at the Emirates desk, what do I do? And she said, well, you've got to, you're going to have to phone our office and reservations and get moved on to another flight. And I said, and that just happens automatic? And she said, no, you'll get charged for it. You're rebooking. And I'm thinking, does that mean I'm paying for another full flight? I phoned Emirates. The guy couldn't have been more helpful. He moved us on to the next flight, which was 9... 8, 8 p.m.-ish. 8.40. Yeah. It was 8.40. And I'm like, surely the results will be through there. Thanks a lot. No charge. Brilliant. Thank the lady on the desk. Now, these girls on these desks, it's, there's some men there as well, but it tends to be women who man the front one. They get treated like crap. I stood and watched how badly they got treated by... Bear in mind, we've missed a flight here. And... We just knew it were an accident. We knew it weren't our fault. We knew it definitely weren't Emirates' fault. Yeah. So there's nobody to take it out on. Now, I'm very quick to get in a bad mood sometimes. Just laughed it off. Because I thought, we're here. What's the point in me and you being mad at each other, mm -hmm. being tetchy? We did really well, actually. So we booked onto the next flight and we went and sat in Cafe Nero in the arrivals department. And we sat there for seven hours. <laughs> Every now and then we'd get a sandwich, we'd get some drinks, we set up shop, we found some chargers for computers. Betsy Pearl did her homework. Literally till my computer ran out, yeah. I sat refreshing my email. I swear to God I wore a groove in my phone screen from hitting refresh on that email. And unbelievably the fit to fly. People were following this on my Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And people were incredulous they couldn't believe it were happening to us you know and <laughs> I, I almost just got zen I just thought right and you told me then there was going to be another flight about two hours later 20 past 10 or something yeah and I said to you is it worth sitting here booking onto that flight possibly getting charged for the next booking yeah then not being able to get on it and having to be charged again yeah and I'd seen that there was an airport hotel, it's called Aerotel. And I said, why don't I just book us in? It were 170 quid, 175 quid for a room. Yeah. I said, if we don't, if it don't come through, instead of trying to get on a flight in two hours and probably not getting on it, why don't we just book an hotel room? We'd got the airport grit on us. We're going to have a shower. I'll get us some pizzas. Yeah. So we kind of said yes to that, but I'm still holding out hope. Yeah. So for the last half an hour, I went back to departures and stood at that Emirates gate. Different girl on the desk this time. And this girl was getting some proper earache. Absolutely nasty pasties coming up to her and taking all their problems out on her. There was one girl who was an absolute... She must have been in her 30s. And yeah. she was stamping her feet like a little kid. <laughs> and the reason she was stamping her feet is because she'd turned up with £1,500 worth of excess luggage. Oh, my gosh. And they were like, we can't put that much on. There's just no way. 
and she just who, argued who and argued. Uh, we're so funny about our luggage. We're like, yeah. we're, we're weighing it. We're going, oh gosh, what yeah. if we don't get on? And we're never over, never. So fair, I, fair play. And if you've got fifteen hundred pounds to spend on it, fair enough. But you know, anyway, I watched so many people be horrible to this woman, and she was quite negative to me when I was asking her stuff. And I was thinking, right, she's having a really bad day here. So I was just so nice to her. Yeah, but that does annoy me a little bit because that's what their job is. Oh, no, but no, no, you, no, you know it's not the job. It's not the job. It's nobody's job to be abused. No, 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 no I don't mean that. I mean, if you're being polite, there's no reason she should be polite I, but I Look, I was being polite, but my question was just, she's in the middle of dealing, and she's trying to close the flight because of this excess baggage idiot. She was having to hold the flight open. That was a bigger issue than me saying, do you mind unloading us from this flight, which is what she's got to do before I can get on the next one. Yeah. So, long story long, I, when I realised we weren't going to make this flight, I phoned Emirates again, I got us unloaded, and I said, can I book onto the five past nine flight the following morning? Yeah. Uh, and they were really good about it again. Hats off to Emirates. They didn't charge us. We got put onto that flight. I went and paid for the hotel. We went and got booked in. And we had a decent night. I mean, again. I sat in my pants eating pizza. Cool. I had to do a Domino's delivery to an airport, <laughs> which is a lot more difficult than you would imagine. Like the, the pizza place is right outside the airport. And the driver phones me up and I said, I'm at Terminal 3. And he's like, Where's that? I'm like, Mate, it's Heathrow Airport. I don't know if we were a brand new driver. <laughs> So, yeah, we had pizzas in his pants. Uh, you know, we got to freshen up, which is nice. And we got up next morning, got to flight, no issues. Oh, well, we wouldn't have made that next flight because the... Oh, the, the 10 didn't... p.m. one we wouldn't have got on. No. Because the, the results didn't come back in until about 10 past 10 that night, which is absolutely rubbish. And as I said, if you've listened to our podcast earlier on, We've been getting these these PCR test results back within 12 hours. Easy. So, yeah. anyway, that's done. We checked in. How much do you hate people in airport queues? <laughs> well, it... It just seems to bring out the very worst in people. Yeah, and... Snappy, nasty people. People from all different walks of life. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's, uh, it's interesting how different people behave yeah and every single person were told they had to wear a mask in that queue uh, and i'd say 80 percent were but the 20 percent who weren't now, really annoying i me. was that close to saying to those people yeah. do you mind putting your mask on and i didn't know the reaction i'd get but because of, because it's not legal in the uk although i thought it I was think in it the is. airports i think there's there's things saying you must have a on yeah. once you're inside in the, the airports, building it does say it so and the woman the emirates woman was telling them in the queue right but from there to getting on the plane, it was just queue after queue after queue. You have to queue to get your PCR test looked at. You have to queue to put your bags in. You have to queue to that bit where they make you take your belt and your shoes off. You have to queue to take your computer out. And it's just a nightmare. You know, we had a token stop off at Caffeine Hero, didn't we? Because they've become our friends <laughs> looking after us. And I've got to say, as much as I hate flying, pretty easy flight. It was, yeah, it was a decent flight, and we had, luckily, space behind us and space in front of us, which was really nice, until 
Oh there was the God. most annoying family. And look, it's not because of kids, because we obviously travel with kids and I don't mind when kids cry even. It's, you know, yes, the sound can be annoying, but kids but cry. I don't mind it. And I always feel for the parents. I always think, God, they must want this plane to swallow them up because I know I've been in that position. So I just have the utmost sympathy for parents. And, and, you know, babies and kids, they don't understand why their ears are suddenly hurting and, you know. But, but this woman... I had seen her in the airport. Go on. And she'd got a little baby who could move around, it could stand up. Yeah. And then, a, is it a toddler the yeah. next size up? Yeah. And she had just decided that, her husband, by the way, did sweet FA. I, he's just sat with his eye patches on, his headphones, he's not bothered. And Proper 1950s husband. Yeah. She had decided, as long as I get on this plane with one child, I'm winning. So she's got the littlest one, who himself was a little tyrant. The toddler one. Up and down the plane. Yeah, and but I before we got on the plane, he walked out at the checking desk. He walked out of the airport. He walks into fresh air out of the airport and she's just screaming his name, screaming his name. He's having none of it. So. Well, the, the um, flight attendant, she had to speak to her and say, please, can you keep your children under control? Because we're concerned for their safety now I, I don't know about you but i had the thought what if that kid goes to the exit door on the plane <laughs> and pulls the lever yeah because he was being and the thing is he, he was doing that thing where he was reaching over our seats which again a couple of times i don't mind but then he then i he, was giving him the evil no, and, then, and then after a while he kept doing it so we were doing the waggy finger and no no and do you see he started copying us going yeah. no no yeah so then he was going around to betsy's uh buttons and you know the button to press to get the attendant. attendant across. He kept pressing it. So Betsy's getting annoyed, keeps turning it back off again because she doesn't want to get into trouble for being that kid yeah. that keeps pressing that button. And he knew what he was doing and he kept coming back. And then in the end, Betsy got so annoyed that she went and hid the controller. It was so funny watching her do that because I'd not seen this happen. And when I realised what was happening, she cracked me up because in that moment, she was like a little hyacinth bouquet or something, yeah. weren't she? Yeah. I loved it. But, it. but, you know, for me, like, it's 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 hard, like you said, you know, you've got two kids, the husband's not helping, but stick a film on. You've got the TVs, like, just entertain them. Because she wasn't. She was, at some point, she was just not even looking at them in a way they were. Like, anyway. And you just can't do that. And I know it's... God, I know how stressful it is being, being me, being a dad and being a rubbish parent, but being, you know, when you're when you're not getting the help from your other half like that and she's trying to watch both of them. I, f I did feel for her, but I thought she was just handling it all wrong and she just left one of them running wild around yeah. plane. Yeah. But uh, other than that... But the flight itself, uh, you know, I managed to keep us in the air with my concentration, which I do. I, I do keep all flights that I'm on from crashing by concentrating really hard. I didn't feel that scared on that flight, which is good for me because I normally do. I just, I think I was that fed up. Yeah. And just like, whatever. I couldn't watch a film because I thought any film I watch, it'll make me cry. Even if it's a comedy, I'll probably... Should say, it. you did very well. I think, I think because of all the stress of getting through the airport, I thought it was probably going to be when we sat on the flight, but yeah. then, or when we were sat in the airport. But... It was so much stress that it never came. 
You got a bit teary on the airport once in the airplane once or twice, but not too bad. You were all right. We had a little cuddle and stuff. Yeah, and then we touched down. Uh, we landed. We got to Dubai. Dubai airport was pretty good, I have to say. Relatively, no, no real stress. The only thing I would say about it is the duty free. I love airport duty frees because I like shiny things. <laughs> and I love... But not shiny bottles. No, I do love shiny bottles. I don't like the contents. I'm not a drinker. Yeah. But they've got, like, gold bottles. They had a James Bond bottle of Bollinger in a special James Bond case, which I loved. I like the leather leather carry-on luggage that you can get with the bottles if you buy Shivas Regal, I think it's called. Right. And... But... Normally in one of them, you have as much chocolate and treats as you have booze <laughs> and the Dubai one it's just like they've gone oh just put a little shelf of chocolate at the end and the rest of it just make it booze 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 yeah yeah there wasn't much of anything else no. but we got through pretty quick we got a taxi we got home that taxi ride home always feels as long as the flight to me and <laughs> we predicted the order of the welcomes we, we've got the dog Charlie uh, the cat a Wimbaway and Honey, our 16-year-old daughter. Who, when it comes to emotion, I've met more emotional robots. <laughs> she doesn't, unless it's to do with something that's going through her life, she doesn't show much emotion. No. But So we predicted Charlie would be the happiest, then Honey, and the cat would just be and like... We, we forced her to give us a hug, which she never does, and kept repeating how much I'd missed her, how much I wish she'd have been there with us and all this sort of stuff. Before I'd even sat down, she's telling us about, she's not saying, oh, oh God, what a nightmare, you got stuck in airport, oh my God, this, that, and the other. Oh, how was How's it, how was Leo, all this. She was straight into telling us about her school issues. Now, in fairness to her, it's it's been tough on her, us not being here. And I, I've realized that all along, but, I think this last couple of days I've realised how much I think she's missed us. She's <clears throat> she's struggling, not with work, but struggling with... Timetables. Timetables and stuff that she's going through at school at the minute. And I think not only her, but her and her, some of her friends have said the difference of A-levels to GCSEs, the difference in, I think, perhaps how it is within the classroom. And Now, honey, as any of her teachers will attest is almost the perfect student. She loves school like nobody else. Yep, she's a She thrives. She's every teacher's pet. Yeah. And for, so for Honey to be unhappy at school is a real shocker. Now, again, for the last month while we've been in England, whenever we have spoken to her, that's all we've talked about. Yeah. It's not been talking about what we're doing, how's Leo getting on. It's just been me, 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 school, school, school. And <laughs> it was so funny because she sat with us for about 20 minutes and we're saying about Leo. And every time one of us took a breath, she'd go, yeah, so, and anyway, this other thing at school, da, da, da. You know, she just weren't interested. But in a, in, a, in, a, in a way, it took my mind off because I was dreading, mm. absolutely dreading coming back to this house. Which sounds weird because normally that's the, the good bit of coming back from anywhere is getting yeah. back into your own house, back into your own bed, that fe nice feeling. 
But I, this time I had... I just felt really depressed. I had that awful feeling about yeah, it. Like, I was dreading going past Leo's bedroom. Well, Honey managed a, probably a world record for of spending 15 minutes with us. And then just... She didn't even... She'd gone upstairs with something. She'd even come back down to say night. She just went, I'm going to bed. Yeah. And I'm thinking, we've literally just got back. So she disappears into a bedroom. And then we went upstairs. And our bedroom, you have to pass Leo's bedroom. And his door's open. And it's a surefire sign that he's gone because his bedroom's tidy. <laughs> you know. And you went in and sat on his bed. And I was just like, oh, no because I felt a real sadness just seeing his room and I thought, oh no, you're forcing it. Don't force it on yourself. Yeah. You know, and you sat there and you got teary. And I'm like, come on, come on, into the bedroom. And since then, his door's been shut. And I actually said to you last night as we went to bed, it's like he's here because his door is always, <laughs> he's always in his bedroom with his door shut. Yeah. And with his door shut, but it's the strangest thing because... A few times when I've gone past, I thought I should just open that door so we get some more natural light in the upstairs hallway. But there's something that stopped me doing it. Yeah, it's it is a re it's the house feels it, like we both said it doesn't feel like it's our home anymore. It's well, so here's a you know them sets in cowboy films where it feels like you know in old spaghetti westerns where they just build the front of the houses. Yeah. To save on money. Yeah. As we drove back into Arabian Ranches where we lived where we live in the taxi I think I turned around and said that to you I'm, I'm like this just don't feel right and we got into the house and even though it's all our stuff and everything's in exactly the same place I felt exactly the same as you I was like I feel like I'm on a set yeah it didn't it nothing and like it always takes a little while once you've come back from anywhere to get used to being back home but it, it still doesn't. I'm still no, walking around. I'm really struggling. Feeling like it's not our sofas. It's not our... It, it, I can't... You know, I was. In, I went to the shop with Honey yesterday just to get a few bits, bits in. And I'd said... She said, oh, which flavour cereal bars shall I get? And I said, oh, Betsy won't eat them. Just get the ones that you and... And I went to say you and Leo like... But obviously that, you know, and I know that's going to happen, you know, and I've had plenty of mums tell me various things, you know, that happen and then reminds them of them. Mm. But, you know, and then when we were cooking last night, that has been Leo's job. And the fact he wasn't in the kitchen and, he, he, you know, I'm opening the cupboard and seeing his Tabasco sauce that he puts on everything. And, yeah. you know, like, mm. it's such a weird feeling and I, you know, like you said, you think he's upstairs and he's going to come down, but he's not. Well, yesterday, it was weird because I think we're still on England time a little bit, so we stayed up and I struggled to sleep. And then yesterday morning, I realised Honey needed to be took to school. And I don't know how I did it. In fact, I came back and went to bed and we didn't get up till about 11. And... When I got up, it was almost like I'd had a dream that I'd driven her to school. Yeah. And I can remember, I mean, I've done it again this morning. I don't know how I'm going to get back into this. It, I just feel, I know I get jet lagged and that, but I feel mega spaced out. I'm, my head's in a right mess at the minute. Well, I keep 
waking up and looking around the room and it again it doesn't feel like I'm in Dubai mm. I keep thinking I'm in England and then I'm having to like I, I, yeah it's it's not. I, I'm never in a good place when I come back from a long trip like this, and this time this feels is, this worse is than ever. The hard, hard. This is really hard. So yesterday was a bit of a non-day. Not a lot happened. Uh, honey went to school. She came back, and again from her coming back and just having some food, it felt like she went to bed almost straight away. And you and I looked at each other and just went, "This is it now." Yeah. It's just me and you. I mean, Betsy's Betsy. She's fantastic as always. Um, but it just feels like everything just feels really weird. God, I hope we, I know we probably sound like we're moaning in this podcast, but as I said at the beginning, I think I'm in a real depression. You know, and in a couple of days I'm back on radio and... It's probably weird for people to hear you like this because I think at least for the last week or so people have heard me being down but and people see you you know you're Mr Funny and I don't well it's it's a hard thing to open up about but you know the real me and you know how much time I spend being depressed and and feeling insecure and feeling rubbish and but it's you know and, and, and when I was driving Honey home from school she actually said mum I'm really really depressed as well you know, has I think she she probably is missing Leo a lot more than she realises or will admit. But I don't think she's willing to confront her feelings towards us being away, her feelings towards Leo. I think Honey packages her family away. Yeah. And puts everything onto things she can control. Friends and school. Yeah. Now, yeah. unfortunately, school's not currently going how she wants it to go. And she's in a bad place and I, I do feel for her because if there's one thing if there's one area Honey's life should be going right it's school because she tries so hard and puts so much in so I do feel for her you know I'd love her to be a bit more you know a bit more loving a bit more friendly <laughs> a little less stunted in emotions around us because we're very emotional people but when we were eating dinner last night I said you know does it feel good to be having dinner with us again and she said yeah that was as much as I was going to get out but, but yeah so I think it's strange yeah like I said for people to hear that you're you know it's got you it's got honey and I think you know we're sat here in a garden with some beautiful trees some beautiful birds a swimming pool which t sounds you know like to a lot of people we're in a holiday home here yeah. and we should be I, I am grateful but we should be happier and yeah. it'll take time it'll take time but um yeah I just don't know if this is we need to work our way through this you're not seeing me post pictures of this and again to some people this would be such a having this garden having these bloody parakeets flying around the swimming pool there a lake at the end of the garden it's really beautiful and I know we're really privileged but it's I just don't think it's me whereas waking up and sitting on the toilet and looking out at the misty rainy sometimes sunny 
fields, the dew on the grass. You know, it's just how I was brought up and I do miss it a heck of a lot. And I think for me, it's not so much where we are, it's uh, right now I feel like we're divided as a family and like yeah. that. I think one thing this does tell me is in two years when we have to do this again with Honey, I don't know how you're going to do this. Yeah. I don't know how you especially, but us, are going to come back from dropping her. So, you know, two-thirds of us kids are in England. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah, so... Cheery today. I think we needed to get one down on record for that last bit of the trip because we've done the rest of the trip. And again, so many lovely messages. I know we said this on the last few podcasts, but I think this time, because of what went through in airport, it was almost into triple figures, how many messages of goodwill and, you know, sympathy and just lovely messages we got from mm. people yeah. so thank you so much for that yeah next week's going to be interesting because betsy's back in school back to dpa you're back at work yeah and, and that's going up a gear because as we said expo starts today and i'm going to be doing broadcasts from the expo site which i've not even been to yet yeah and i feel like i've got to go from i'm not even in first gear i've got to go from neutral to sixth gear yeah between Saturday and Sunday and I don't know I just don't know how I'm going to do it and I'm already panicking about the logistics of everything of how we're going to pick yep. one up how yep. get the other one to somewhere else blah 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 blah. which again if you live in Dubai you'll know that feeling because normally your children don't go to school near you so you're having to drive on a motorway to get them to school to pick them up from school to take them to clubs and it yeah and yeah that busyness is going to start again someday. I think, do you know what I think what happens with that is it's almost so busy that whilst these feelings that you and I have got yeah. don't go away and I've had these feelings for years these feelings don't go away you just suddenly become so busy. Well it's, it's like we said at the beginning you don't have that time to think. Yeah but that's not a great place to be is it? Well no because then what usually happens when it comes to the weekend you and I we might have a row or we might both just be so meh we just hit a wall don't we because we're tired we're exhausted yeah. from the week and like you said we've not had time to actually think about what's important and I know what I want to do I want to drive down a country lane and look at Fred <laughs> West's house or go to Bristol and look at drunk people harassing buskers or you know go and find vegetarian food in Asda that I've not We've not done the first Zoom call with Leo yet, which I'm both excited and uh, not scared, but well, nervous about doing, because I want it to go well. I decided I'd wait to see if he texts me. Now, he's awful at texting anyway. I begged him to text you. Yeah. I said, you know, mum's really emotional. The last words I said to him when I hugged him is please make sure you message your mum regularly. You know, I almost were going to say, I just, I ran out of time, but I was going to say, I don't care if you message me, right? But you do. Of course I do. And he messaged me yesterday about a film that 
we were, me and him were going to watch and hopefully you guys are going to watch it with us and we'd been waiting for it to come out it's free guy it's a new um, Ryan Reynolds film and he messaged me that him and his flatmates had watched that and we got into a bit of back and forth about this and that and we had quite a nice conversation we had more text conversation in an hour than I think I've had with him in 10 years and it was nice and I thought oh I hope he keeps that going yeah and I hope you know so I asked him a bit about his course and cycling in and one thing and another but I tried not to be overbearing and I'm hoping my relationship with him will be cut because he said to me oh they're giving us this project I've t- teamed up what's his mate called Toby I've teamed up with Toby for this project we've got to write a script for something but they're giving us the brief next week and I said oh well because normally with stuff like this I help him quite a bit don't I when it's been for school yeah. and it's been scripts or filming or anything like that I'm normally really good with the creative side because it's what I tend to do at work so I'm like oh well as soon as you know what it is let me know and I'm hoping I don't want to be involved in his work but that might be a channel that he and I can keep talking you know and it would be there it'd be good to be there for him not for work but also for when he just needs to chat yeah because I think the difference between you and I is you're always going to be the one to tell him to get his hair cut and to tidy his room and to do stuff like that I tend to be able to hold back on that stuff a bit more than you do you know well you we both worry but you show that you worry a lot more but to him that can be a niggle you know what I mean yeah well it's funny even even Honey has, has asked him to put the location thing on his snapchat so that she can see where he is which yeah that, that tells me even she's she's worried about him so which is nice but on on that subject of honey one we of have us to go. needs to go and pick her up from school yeah and one of us picked her, her off this morning ah uh, but one of us picked her up yesterday yeah and one <laughs> of us dropped her off yesterday we've got an extra child coming as well yeah I think we mentioned this on an earlier podcast tonight's the night when honey goes to the party till 2am on the Palm Jumeirah or something yeah well she's been more concerned about what she's wearing for that yeah we gave her some tips on some what the, some of the girls were wearing in Bristol god if she dresses like one of them <coughs> she might, she's not coming back right guys um, I promise the next one will try and be a bit more upbeat <laughs> just wanted to fill you in on where we were at getting back but I think it's I do think it's important that we talk about a state of mind you know like when we argue when we're happy when we make sweet love by the fireside you're holding on to that aren't you we did it um, <laughs> by the way everybody hey, wants to hear hey, that hey 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 I'm not saying that like oh we never do anything like that and this time we did we do plenty of that oh, we right, do plenty alright we are above the often written about average in okay. newspapers oh are we are yes we? we are for our age <laughs> definitely <laughs> for my age we're way above it yeah so that's not a problem um, we'll leave you with that lovely image <coughs> and uh, we'll hopefully be back soon see you next time <laughs> bye the end imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.